Uh, Bush and Richie here with another Home Time Show podcast for you. We appreciate you downloading and listening and etc. Uh, we've had a lot of tweets when uh, since last night's podcast about a little game that we just kind of made up on the spur of the moment before the podcast started called Foire. And it, it was a game that actually at the end of the podcast we apologised for. Um, we did, didn't we? Because we realised it was a bit lame, but you guys didn't think it was lame. <laughs> we had quite a few tweets of people really enjoying it. So uh, It could be a Channel 5 series in this. We'll just have to see how it pans out. Well, we said that about Change It Up. Do you remember when we used to yeah. play Change Change it up, and they never called. They didn't call back about that, did they? Maybe we'll, we should play that tomorrow again. We'll give it a little go yeah. again. Let's get it, put it back in front of the uh, execs' noses, that kind of but thing. But for a second consecutive day, f- four Whoa. returns. Or was it oof? Oof. <laughs> Which one was it? Well, let's see. Oof. It was, it was more... <laughs> I can't remember which one it was. OK, well, let's... i tell you what. Both replies are feasible here. Feasible, so I'll, okay. I'll give you first of all. Give us a scenario. The first scenario. Um, you walk in. Yep. You walk into the kitchen. Uh huh. On the side, uh, your wife has just. Well, your partner. <laughs> okay, it's steady. <laughs> I mean, that yeah. would be quite a story. Uh, has just uh, baked a beautiful apple pie. Okay. And then like the that. apple pie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got one for you. Yep. Um, I've got one for you. What about this? You are at your local train station oh, and yeah. your favourite steam train has just poured in okay. with, like, steam everywhere. Oh, right, OK. Go on, what about that? Oh! That's more like it. That's more like it. Here's the podcast. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. A show that has seven different playlists that you can listen to through the Absolute Radio app. Try out any of our stations. We're on it. Download that app for free. Meanwhile, you don't need me and Richie to tell you that it's November 2019 right now, as we stand. Uh, a month and year or whatever that is linked to 1982. Let me tell you why. Uh, because 1982, back then, was the release date of the original Blade Runner movie, which is the music from it in the background. And in the movie, the date stamp for the opening sequence of the far distant future, November 2019. <laughs> and it looks now like what we've got going on at the moment. It really doesn't, does it? Oh, I saw quite a few flying, hovering cars going on in Blade Runner. That hasn't happened, has it? <laughs> And it's interesting to see, when you watch Blade Runner, to see back then what Ridley Scott, sci-fi director, thought the distant future would look like. And, you know, I think technology's come on a fair old clip, but not at the rate that they thought back in the 80s. <laughs> no. Do you know what I mean? No. I would say the biggest disappointment of modern life in terms of science fiction is where we're at with robots. Yeah, you're spot on. We genuinely, 20, 30 years ago, they thought robots would be doing everything for you. Have you seen a robot in the current era trying to go up the stairs? It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> It'll look like your nan having a couple of whiskeys and going to bed on Christmas night. It's embarrassing. So I feel like as we stand right now in 2019, bearing in mind we've come to the date stamp now of the original Blade Runner movie, uh, what should robots be doing for you right this very day that they aren't doing? They're not living up to expectations. I'll start us off. Because bear in mind Blade Runner's all about robots and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. go on, start us off with it. Uh, petrol forecourts. Yes. Why am, I, why am I still having to get a diesel or petrol tainted hand? Totally. Why isn't <laughs> tainted hand? Why isn't there? Why isn't there a robot 
by each pump. Little BB-8 ball robot that can roll out and do it. We should be doing it for you, yeah. shouldn't it? And then I've got a contactless on his face and then off I drive. <laughs> contactless just, on his face. It's just a thought. That's sci-fi as far as I'm yeah, concerned. That's my idea. Well, what about me? I, for me, I can't believe in 2019, as a human being, I'm still... Uh, I still have to go out in tracky bottoms but putting my foot just in the in the fronts of my shoes without the heels on uh, to be actually going and put the bins out on a, on a Wednesday morning. A robotic bin collection. I could see... Well, yeah, yeah. yeah Goes definitely. around, gets all the bins together, sticks them out the front. I don't have to go out with... with you know, no one likes to see me in grey tracksuit bottoms and slip-on shoes with no socks. It's horrendous. No one needs to see that. So, look, I don't know how your day's been today. Maybe it's been a bit annoying. You wish someone could help you out with some of the chores and that. Have a think about this sci-fi-based question. What should robots be doing for you in 2019 right now that they blatantly aren't? And make your life a little easier. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. My idea of robots filling the car up as I pull onto the forecourt, I thought that the big fuel companies would be jumping on this in the last four minutes since I unveiled it. Well, I'm reckon, surprised this has not happened. I reckon there's going to be a firm offer put to you before five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Can we buy the intellectual property, please, <laughs> Mr Firth? Well, let's negotiate. BB-8, the uh, fuel <laughs> edition. Uh, this text here says, um, it would be brilliant if robots could clean the house as most of my time is spent cleaning up after our child. That'd be quite good, kind of a... Although they do have those automated little... Hoovers that bounce from wall to wall these days, don't they? They do, yes. But they don't tidy up and put stuff back in the toy box, do they? Uh, Melissa says robots should be cooking the dinner and uh, washing up after. I'm going to defend the robotic world here. Okay, go on. What is the dishwasher? It is basically a it's a cubed robot, isn't it? It is, but it's, a, it's, it's just got no face. It's a really stupid robot, though, isn't it? You have to really help put stuff in its mouth, otherwise it can't do anything. <laughs> That's a good point. Sometimes it can't close its own jaw. You have to take its teeth out and then put them back in again. Actually, it's got really dark, that, hasn't it? Uh, this one, I feel they're having a poppy. A robot radio presenters. Ones who can open ten packets of pills the right way round and eat a decent amount of pizza. Right, they're calling back to a couple Come of on. things from within the last 12 months of this show. That's out of order. I still feel we are quite badly looked at because of the pizza thing, and I feel we're getting a raw deal out of all of that. But we haven't got time to get into it now. 40-inch pizza. How long did we have? Was it 20 minutes for a 40-inch pizza? It's nowhere near long enough, is it? <laughs> no, not the way you were eating it. <laughs> oh, let's not go back into this. <laughs> what should robots be doing for you right now? Maybe something that's happened to you today. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, Daisy in Kensal Rice says there should be robots to clean outside windows on flats. Oh, yeah. Uh, they should have telescopic legs so they can reach high. My outside window's not been cleaned for 22 years. That's outrageous. <laughs> Surprised you can even see out of them, Daisy. I don't, I don't want to get us into territory we don't want to go into, but if you've had a longer gap between having your windows cleaned, we want to hear from you tonight. <laughs> 22 years? Sarah says, I'd like a robot to clean my house, cook the dinner, and generally pretend to be me whilst I sneak off on a cosy seaside home to sit reading books drinking wine and looking out to sea for a few days it's a bit nice. of a slave yeah. robot slave I would just, just add in another one into this uh, I have a robot idea just to kind of a sketch and outline condiment 3000 <laughs> well, well, hovering <laughs> do you remember in Star Wars when he's learning to do lightsaber and there's that thing that moves in the air and fires little lasers at him yeah. it's that it moves around the house but it's got all the condiments on it do you know what I'm still impressed by the little squirty things at McDonald's <laughs> It'd be that, but that's a beak. Okay. That's a beak out the front. And then Lee Taylor has come in with a tweet right
right at the end of this particular conversation line uh, and a fantastic time with something that you brought up on the show a week or so ago, Richie. Lee Taylor says they could make pigs in blankets. Oh. What about that? <laughs> and suddenly it becomes full circle. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. About 10 minutes left of your working day. What is your work Christmas party looking like this year? Oh, yeah, it's getting close, isn't it? Ask the question, because obviously yesterday we announced to uh, you that we've got our our big club night coming up in December. Uh, 80s versus 90s night. It's going to be Friday 13th of December at uh, Dingwalls in Camden. Tickets go on sale this Friday morning at 9am. They start from a tenner. All right, so it's a good deal. Yes. I'm just suggesting it would be a great Christmas party. It would be a nailed-on Christmas party. And, you know, the worst thing is Christmas parties trying to work out what to do. You do that thing where you all try and go into, like, a really busy, hectic nightclub and lose each other. Or that bit we have, like, loads of people have Christmas parties in one big room with other offices having Christmas parties. Yeah. That's a little bit weird as well, isn't it? Exactly. So if you've got one of those misery Christmas parties booked... Misery. ...and you're looking at salvaging it... Yes. Well, I would suggest to you, come along to our 80s versus 90s night on the 13th of December. We can promise you one hell of a show. Uh, we're just starting to sketch out some ideas about the stage show itself because it's a musical battle. It is. It's a musical battle. 80s versus 90s. I feel a little bit uh, that, that I'm being led here because the background music is clearly an 80s song. Well, that's because I suggested it. I mean, if you want to think of a 90s party song, go for it. Right, we'll have Firestar on when we talk about it. <laughs> I want to get a T-shirt. I really want to get us a T-shirt cannon. Do you know what I mean? We could fire our tea towels out of a T-shirt cannon. I remember watching the NFL at Wembley and they were firing stuff out of T-shirt cannons. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we do that? I love the idea. I might be being a little bit corporate here. I'd love to get the tickets sold before we invest in... They're only £1,000 each. (laughs) You and I have made a big... You know, we've taken a big punt here. It it was quite a big deposit. Yeah. So, look, I think you're going to love it. I know you're going to be there, but I just want to remind you that tickets go on sale Friday morning, 9am, absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets. And if you guys sell that place out, then we'll look at some cannons, all right? Big time, we'll get the cannons. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. Do you remember on yesterday's show, I mentioned that I would, I'd made a beef stew in the slow cooker? I was quite jealous, actually. You'd, uh, you'd gone ahead of time and um, sorted it all out in the morning, which I was had. quite a good thing. The, uh, the beauty of the slow cooker. Normally, that story should end by me saying, I went home and ate it, it was great. Brilliant. Unfortunately, that's not where this story ends. And that's why, day two, we're back on the beef stew. But how? Because slow cooker, pretty straightforward. You put all the stuff in, turn it on, jobs are good, and you get in from work and you eat it. Yes. The slow cooker needed to go on at half past two. Right. I leave for work at one. So I'd said to my mother-in-law, who was looking after little Rocco, yep. would you be able to turn the slow cooker on at half past two? OK. That did not happen. <laughs> OK. Right. You need a robot for that. So, <laughs> yeah. A robot. So when my wife got home from work at around about quarter past five, slow cookers just sat there cold. Damn, so is there any way to salvage it at this point? Yes. The oven. Oh, brilliant. Oh, great. So on goes the oven. And in went the slow cooker. The whole... The whole thing? Thankfully, Andy, not 
the bit that has the electrical plug. You can tell the seriousness. You called me Andy. That would have been a nightmare. <laughs> but what went in was the actual pot. Yeah. And the lid. Oh no! <laughs> it's all just melted onto it. See, because I've seen people cook on the hob using the actual porcelain bit from a slow cooker, so that's quite hardy. Yeah. Other the other quite clearly plasticky chrome bits. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't really be in the oven. Now look, I'm not some kind of ogre. I'm a very mild-mannered man, but I think everyone was at home for the rest of the evening thinking, what do we say to Rich when he walks in through the front door at half past eight expecting beef stew? Not only is his beef stew gone for a burn, it's, it's <laughs> so is his slow cooker. Slow cooker's I gone as well. that oh, thing. dearie me. You should see the ribs I can make in that. I know, well, it's gone. It's finished though, isn't it? <laughs> Don't. Is there any way back for it or is it, is it going in the bin? Well, <laughs> the, the, the lid is no longer a lid. Yeah, well, you can't have a slow cooker with no lid. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go... <laughs> because I'm tight, I might have to go on eBay and see if I can find a lid for that particular Don't you dare, cooker. mate. Like, I, I, won't, I'll, uh, I won't have the T-shirt cannon for 80s versus 90s if, it, <laughs> if times are tight, seriously. So the question is, what have you got home from work to? Because when I walked in through the front door, that's what I was presented with. It's a little um, bit like a, like a sitcom. <laughs> it is very much so. A melted slow cooker. So what have you got home Home from work to Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves, and here it is: the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. I think it's kind of those things where you get in through the door, and then whatever happens is so bad you drop your bag. <laughs> yeah. Just drop your bag as you get in. The Reverend Dave Walker. Oh wow! See, we have highbrow listenership. Absolutely. Says, "Re your slow cooker. You need a smart plug. Plug the cooker into the plug. Turn on, and then use your phone later to turn the plug on wirelessly. Beef stew delicious." Or Dave, do a couple of prayers and get Jesus to turn it off for you. Would that work? Uh, could, could Dave, get back to us. Yeah, Dave will let us know. Does Jesus get involved in that? If I, to be fair, I did ask Jesus a couple of times about getting involved in the Everton game, so he does have quite a wide portfolio of there stuff he's involved with. Uh, for me, in terms of this scenario, middle of last week, uh, my one-year-old daughter had been up to her usual tricks. She's obsessed with our washing machine at the moment. Right, yeah. And, and you know, we, we were talking about robots earlier on. Washing machine's kind of stupid. They've got all the little flashy lights for a kid. That's brilliant. It's like a little yeah. keyboard for her. Uh, I think she'd pressed all of the buttons on the washing machine, and when I I got back from work uh, middle of last week we had smoke coming out of the drum which is a great thing that's exactly it what, I did drop me back and nearly a bit more as well Absolute Radio if you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you okay let's get on with it then the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie very intriguing text in to the show from Charlotte. It says, guys, two weeks before Christmas, got home and the stair rails and banisters had been removed. Eh? No other explanation. <laughs> she doesn't give any more details. No, I, nothing else. Nothing else at all. I mean, you, people don't burgle that kind of stuff. It's got now to do with Paul, guys. Need a better explanation. Want to hear more, Charlotte? Please. Please. Uh, Sharon says, a few weeks ago, I cooked up a spag bowl in the morning, left for work. And left the gas hob on. I'd feel sick even thinking about it. Very, very low, but enough to ruin my favourite pan and stench the whole house out. It took days to clear. I could think of worse smells to be lingering around a house for days. Think of the cost. The cost of that, though. Has she made her money? (laughs) I guess that's she made her money. Uh, Nick hanging on to uh, to talk to us. Uh, What did you come home to, Nick? Well, I got home from work after a hard day and basically uh, my dog had busted the pressure stair gate at the top of the stairs and had... uh, urinated all over our double bed which obviously <laughs> I, I had to take the uh, the duvet to, 
do a laundrette because the machines just aren't big enough. So that cost me like 15 quid to wash and dry. And not only had she uh, uh, basically pooed in my son's room, my daughter's room, the bathroom, and all over our carpet. God, what a night. She must have been busy. <laughs> really busy. Was the, sta- was the stair gate for children or was the sca- stair gate there for the dog? It, it's there for the dog. We've got three dogs and my particular dog, we've got, yeah, we've got Hattie who did it and she's just got this, this way of looking at you where she's guilty but she looks at you like it's your fault. Do you know what? I've had a similar experience and I did have the same look on my face as well. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Jamie from Edinburgh got home from work to find my two daughters had painted my new 65-inch TV, that's basically a wall, Wow! with white paint and had drawn a lovely picture on it. That is so bad, isn't it? I'd find that difficult to forgive. Uh, that would be it, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would literally be it. Uh, in other news as well, we're trying to get hold of... Remember Charlotte, whose uh, banisters and stair rail have gone missing? Yeah. We're trying to track her down. <laughs> Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them. Home time with Bush and Ritchie. This is absolutely ready on a Tuesday night. We'll be having a good bonfire night so far. Is indoor fireworks still a thing? No. Do you remember that? Really? There was a thing, indoor fireworks, in, like, the early 80s. I, you, you would see your dad, like, setting fire to stuff in the, on the kitchen table. I never remember that ever. Really? No. There was one called, like, a snake, and you set fire to this little black cube, and it foamed up to be, like, a little snake. I will I will go on YouTube in a second <laughs> to see this. I feel like maybe I've regressed, and that's not true. <laughs> or was it a dream? Or was it some Devonian dream? <laughs> Very dodgy indeed. Hopefully when you get home from work tonight, uh, everything is as you expect when you're walking through the front door and you're not getting home to a nasty surprise. That's what I got home to yesterday with a a melted slow cooker that had been put in the oven. Uh, What have you come home to? Uh, Jan in Cradley Heath, West Midlands, says, Bush and Ritchie, I got back from work one day to find my house was up for sale. What? Uh, The estate agent had put the sign up on the wrong street. Our (laughs) neighbours refused to speak to us because they thought we were leaving without telling them. Amazing. The ramifications are huge. (laughs) Uh, Right, let's go to Helen. What did you come home to, Helen? Um, My mum used to look after the kids for us when my husband and I were out at work at her house, so I might admit, so... We've, I've come home from work to find the fire brigade on the drive. Oh, no. <laughs> and my mum had been... She had the decorators coming in and she'd been trying to help, so she'd been burning the paint off, the old paint off the skating boards in the lounge with a blowtorch. Oh, oh my word. So <laughs> she'd then turned the blowtorch off and gone to school to pick up the kids and all the hot bits of paint that she'd burnt off the skirting boards that all burnt through the, the cloth that she put down to protect the carpet. And there was a massive big hole and it had gone through the carpet and through the floorboards. And obviously when she got back with the kids, the house was just full of smoke. She had to ring fire brigade. Wow. And they, were, they were still sat on the drive when I got home from my work blimey do you know what I, I swear when I was a, a kid in the 80s we had a special health and safety film about your mum shown to us I think very <laughs> <Yeah>. much <laughs> the home time podcast with Bush and Richie. if you're listening it's probably not home time anymore but we can't be bothered to think of a new name
Absolute Radio. Four six. Uh, we were trying to get in touch with a lady called Charlotte, uh, who said that she got home from work to discover her banisters and stairs were missing. Is it a poltergeist? Is it a burglary? <laughs> what? It's been bothering us, hasn't it? Well, we have managed to get hold of Charlotte. Tell us what happened, Charlotte. Well, it's a long story, but um, uh, we had a chair in the front room that broke, so my husband went and got a new chair from the charity shop. Yep. Couldn't get it through the front door. We couldn't get it through the back door. So we t- I said to him, you need to take this chair back. It was. He said, we're not going to get our money back from the charity shop. It's, I said, it's only £50, take it back. They said it won't sit in the house, what we're going to do. So um, about a fortnight later, I pull up and see the chair through the front room window, think, <laughs> oh, we've got a new chair. Open the front door and the banisters and the stair rails have all gone from the stairs. <laughs> and what's done is taking it all out to put the, the chair and got the chair in the front room. So I said, he said, it's all right. I said, I've had a brilliant idea. I said, we're going to get a removable stair banister so that if we ever want to take things in and out, we can take it down. Oh. <laughs> so he goes and gets it quoted and he, he comes back, it's, it's too expensive. We're just going to put a new banister in. So I said, well, what about the chair in the front room now? How are we ever going to get that out? And he said, well... It was only 50 quid. We'll just smash it up. He's <laughs> <laughs> the legend. Charlotte, I oh. don't know how you nominate someone for an OBE or an MBE, but I'm onto it right now for your husband. What's his name? Tell us his name. Well, he's called Matthew, and he's just actually, about five minutes ago, arrived back from France. So me and my son have just headed out to the tennis because I'm dropping me off in tennis now. We just actually had headed out of the door so he doesn't hear me on the phone. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Meanwhile, in other news, right here on Hometime, it's time to spin that wheel. It is the Tombola. Tombola Tuesday. Beautiful sat in front of me right now. Gold painted, our faces on it, and 100 balls, importantly, inside. Each of those 100 balls uh, corresponds to a phone-in topic for you to get in touch with, but we don't know what that's going to be for the next 45 minutes of this show. Can I just say, looking at it from here, the Tombola looks a little bit like the ornament from The Golden Child. Do you remember that with Eddie Murphy? It looks a bit like that. And it's spinning, you can hear it spinning, folks. And it stops. Let's see what ball comes out. And the hatch is open. The ball... It's come out. Oh, wow. Number two. Oh, that's one of the lowest numbered balls we've ever had. We've never had that lower number, and it stands for mistaken identity. Ball number two on its own, funnily enough, mistaken identity. Yes. So if you've got a story about mistaken identity, whether you maybe you've been mistaken for someone or you mistook someone for someone else. Works either way. Works either way. Get in touch with the show tonight. It's Tombola Tuesday. We're going to live and die by this phone-in topic. Time podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Mistaken identity stories. Mistaken identities. And already we've got some good stuff coming in. Hilliot Fields says, I spent an afternoon drinking with Albert Finney. I wanted to tell him how much I loved his films, but couldn't think of one. I later found out it wasn't him anyway, it was Richard Harris. That's quite interesting. <laughs> Max Doom says, fellow of football has called me Steve for years. Real 
course, Steve asked me to say something, but it's gone on too long. <laughs> I love that. They've got that going on in their own five-a-side team. That's great. Uh, Kevin, tell us your mistaken identity story. Oh, uh, so I'm a twin, and it happens all the time. I'll get a phone call um, from my brother um, demanding to know why I was rude to one of his colleagues because they saw me in the town for the and I had no idea who they were. <laughs> Um, happens all the time and vice versa for him as well so yeah can I, can I ask you a question what, what's your twin's name uh, my twin brother's name is Jez Jez and you know sometimes they say about twins they kind of know what the other one's feeling and all that kind of stuff do you, do you ever feel any kind of like spooky kind of uh, paranormal connection between the two of you like if, if Jez hurts his knee you suddenly have a pain in your knee uh, well, yeah, so I've had a hip replacement um, a couple of years ago, and now Jez is having one done, so I think he just feels left out. But he's <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Uh, Tara in Essex's uh, Bush and Ritchie last week, a restaurant who shall remain a nameless, accidentally diverted all of their calls to my mobile. I took 34 reservations and was tempted to take deposits, but I'm far too honest. <laughs> Loving your work there. Uh, Kev, tell us your mistaken identity story. Well, I was in Newcastle in 1980 to see a Rory Gallagher concert, and I was with my friend Big Mac at the time, and we walked into this chip shop, and there was like a, a hen do... And they all thought I was uh, Chris Quentin, who used to play Brian Tinsley, was it? <laughs> Brian Tinsley in Corrie? Yeah, that's the one. Right. So I was given autographs, I was smothered in kisses, and uh, they were taking photographs of me. And Wait a second, so you actually went with it? You said, <laughs> yes, I am him? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Do you know what? I bet you that chip shop have got uh, uh, pictures on the wall of when they met Brian Tilsley. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kev. That's a great story. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile's best ever Black Friday event, it's starting early. Like now. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. I love this one here. Guys, I mistook a passing commuter for a customer, stopped to talk, but was mistaken. Carried on, but then a chest of drawers fell from six flights above just in front of me. If I hadn't have stopped and talked to that commuter, I'd have been dead. What? What about that? That deserves a tea towel. That deserves a movie. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. I think as the podcast has gone on, you and yeah. I have been waiting for it to finish. Yeah, yeah. I think we've realised that um, the beginning, it, was, it wasn't quite right, was we it? We didn't have it quite right, but the penny dropped during the course of the podcast. Yeah. So it, it was more sort of... Ooh. 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 <laughs> so, right, let's have another couple of scenarios here then, right? Um, what about um, a friend of yours has yeah. just told you in the pub that he fell over... His mate fell up his back entrance yesterday. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> I've got a feeling Channel 4 are not going to be interested in this. <laughs> what would you do if, if, if that had been said to you? I'd say, oh, is he OK? He's hurt his leg. Back tomorrow. Thank you for listening. The podcast is done. We hope you found it a lot of fun. Of course, it won't be for everyone, so they can stick it up their bum. Thank you for listening, the podcast is done. We hope you found it a lot of fun. 
Of course it won't be for everyone, so stick it up your bum.